welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. All right. Welcome back to Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back. So... We're now Floridians. We officially have the Florida license plate. Um, we have so the license plate? Light, we have driver's li- license. Driver's okay. license, yes. I was going to say, that'd be nice to check that one off too. Yes. <laughs> there's there's a lot to do when you're moving from state to state. Um, so one of the topics I wanted to cover today was a question I get a lot. Um, it's people who want to burn fat or or lose fat, but also want to build muscle. And their question is, should which one should I focus on? Should I do uh, lose fat first? Should I build muscle first? Should I try to do both? Why can't I do both? Is it a good idea to do both? Um, and then at the end, I'm actually going to throw out another question is, is that even a good goal? So what has your experience been like with clients just asking I want to lose fat and build muscle, but what's the first step? I mean, I feel like that's almost every person's goal when they come to us. They want to build muscle because they want that lean toned physique, but they also want to lose fat to show off that physique. So it can be really confusing, I feel like, because it's... I think we kind of have to explain how the body works before we can get into whether the, whether it's possible or if you have to choose one or the other, because essentially your body can, you're sending two separate signals to the body. If you want to lose fat, you're telling your body to burn. If you want to build muscle, you're telling your body to build. So they're just two separate things. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to do both at the same time, but it is technically possible for a smaller group of people. But typically it is easier to choose one and focus on that and then shift to the other and then focus on that one because they are two separate signals. So to send your body both of those signals at the same time is very mixed and can be confusing. And it just takes a lot longer. Mm -hmm. So what is your recommendation on the best first step? And I'll say that because I'll say it in two terms, I guess. What is the first step for maybe somebody who's at 20% body fat for a man? And maybe that looks like 27 to 30% body fat for a woman. What is the best first step for them? Because I feel like the best first step for that person may be different than the person who's at the man who's at 12% body fat and the woman who's maybe at 17 to 20. It varies quite a bit from person to person as to which is the best first step for them. As you said, if you have a higher body fat percentage, then you may want to lose some body fat first before you focus on building muscle. And then if you have a lower body fat percentage, you're probably going to benefit more from building muscle. But At the same time, you want to take into consideration that person's history. This is why it's so individualized, because if someone at a higher body fat percentage has spent the last six months, six years dieting and has essentially slowed their metabolism, albeit this is a smaller group of people. But if that person has truly experienced metabolic adaptation and slowed their metabolism or has an unhealthy relationship with food, that person may need to focus on building muscle first, which is extremely uncomfortable, especially if you have a goal to lose fat. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So it, it varies so much from person to person, which category you fall into and you should focus on. Yeah. And, and it's very frustrating. I think from a client perspective, when they come to you with this hope of building fat, losing muscle, they know that's going to occur when they're in a calorie deficit. So they want to, to lose that fat. And the first thing you say to them is, <laughs> well, based on your history, it's probably best case scenario. Let's just add a little bit more calories. Let's, um, try to fill you up a little bit more and eat more than what you're used to because society says eat less, move more, eat less, move more. And that's been drilled into our brains for decades now. And sometimes for that fat loss phase to be successful, you need to spend time working on your relationship with food and healing that in order for the next diet per se, or it's not even really necessarily a diet, but calorie deficit to work. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, you need to fuel yourself with these foods that scare you and cause you anxiety and guilt. You need to find a way to incorporate them into a balanced, healthy lifestyle because they are, they can be there even if you are going into, if you do have weight to lose. Mm -hmm. But if you constantly have fear and anxiety around those foods, it's going to make that phase much harder to be successful. Yeah. And I think this is what they call in the movie business foreshadowing (laughs) because that is touches on the point at the end is, is it even the right question to ask? And so again, we'll talk about that towards the end, but (laughs) without even kind of talking through this beforehand, we've already kind of let the cat out of the bag and maybe that's not the right question to be asking. So um, I kind of put a line in the sand to help people navigate if you're a person who has not had a very roller coaster of a diet history and you haven't been under eating for really six months, a year, things like that, I would say around 15% for a man. If you're above that, maybe losing fat is the first direction to go to. And that may be more beneficial for you. For the women, 22 to 25%. Maybe higher. Maybe even higher. If you're above that, losing fat may be the best choice. Um, From from my perspective, I I like the idea of losing fat first for people in those categories because it's super motivating. Mm -hmm. Like when you get down to the 15% for men, maybe 25% for women, you start to see a little bit of that outline of the abs. You start to feel a little bit more comfortable in the swimsuit. You, you start to see a little bit more muscle definition and that's incredibly motivating. And when you're motivated and you want to go to the gym because you see the changes in your body, that's a lot of the reason why I feel like a lot of people are already going to the gym because they see that reflection of I'm doing this work and I'm seeing the results in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really like the idea of losing fat for the people, again, men who are above that 15%, women who are above that 25 to 27%. That's probably the best case scenario for them or best path Mm -hmm. initially. The other reason I really like it is it's kind of easier on the joints. If you're going to lose five to 10 pounds and you're running, you're squatting, you're doing all these other things. If you're a little bit lighter, it's a little bit easier on the joints too. So that's one of the other reasons I really like the idea of losing fat when you're in that special category. Mm -hmm. Um, 
On the opposite end, we have the guys who are already under 15%, and they maybe want to get a little bit leaner, but they also want to build muscle. And for women, that's probably in the 25 to 27% and lower. They just want to see a little bit more muscle definition, which will require them to get leaner, but it also requires them to probably add a little bit more muscle. And there, the first step would be, let's just probably add a little bit more calories and stay at that 15% for guys, 25, 27% for women. And let's focus on building muscle, which also can be super motivating. And I feel like it's really necessary to clarify that building muscle for a woman's perspective does not have to mean bulky. (laughs) Building muscle, like muscle literally does two things. It grows or it shrinks. Mm -hmm. So, and it doesn't look toned. It doesn't do any of those things, but to get that lean toned physique that is so coveted among women, you have to build muscle to do it. And then you have a lower body fat percentage, which shows off the muscle you've built. So if you don't want to get bulky, you just stop building muscle at a certain point or just work on maintaining. Or if you, it's very hard to look bulky, especially from a woman, uh, for a woman. But if, you know, if some reason you are the genetic anomaly that looks bulky on the like earlier side of your fitness journey, then you just stop doing those exercises. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. And then you can go back, come back to that lean tone physique. So when we talk about building muscle, we are talking about literally shaping your body. It's mm-hmm. seeing your abs. It's building your glutes. It's creating those lines in your shoulders. That's what building muscle does. It doesn't make you bulky. Yeah, it's, I would challenge most people to try to look bulky <laughs> yeah. um, because it is just so hard. I've tried to be bulky for about 20 years. Um, <laughs> it does. It takes years. It takes years. It <laughs> takes a ton of calories and a ton of time in the gym, which most of the people who listen to this podcast are very busy people who don't have to the time to to eat four to 5,000 calories a day, <laughs> who don't have time to do two workouts per day. Like that's just not the people who listen to this podcast aren't those people. Um, so I would challenge the people who listen to this podcast, try to be bulky. And on that route to be bulky, you'll get lean, you'll get toned. And that'll still take years to achieve. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, so, but like I said, one of the reasons I really like, building muscle first for the people who are in those lower body fat percentages is because it is super motivating. When I see the back squat go from five pounds over what I what I used to be able to do to 10 to 15 to 20, it's incredibly motivating to see my body do things I never thought it could is incredibly motivating. And that may take more calories and it's really easy to maintain muscle. It's really hard to gain muscle. Um, so that's another reason why let's build some muscle. And then on the back end, we can lean out because it's really easy to maintain that. We can do less work in the gym, just reduce our calories a little bit, and we can kind of just coast right into that lower body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. So that's lose fat. That And the other side is the build muscle. And a lot of people just want to do them both, which I feel like I've been doing for a a long period of time is just kind of what lean gaining is, is what I think some of the term is where you're maybe in a slight caloric uh, surplus, very slight caloric surplus, but I'm trying to gain muscle, but I'm only gaining half a pound, a quarter of a pound of muscle a month because I'm not leaning 
too far into one direction or the other. So it just takes so much longer to see the progress. And that's why this isn't the best choice for most people, because there's no motivation <laughs> implied. Like you're not building muscle very fast, nor losing fat very fast. And so you're not motivated on in either direction. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really important to point out that there is a certain category of people and they are the newbies. If mm -hmm. you have never strength trained, and this is not counting like Pilates, if you've done Pilates and yoga or Orange Theory, this doesn't, you still fall into this category, even mm -hmm. if you've done those things. You can actually lose fat and put on muscle for a certain period of time before you plateau and you have to choose one category. Mm -hmm. But it's just this little window and we call it newbie gains. <laughs> you can just look at a weight and put muscle on. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a beautiful thing. Yes. I, that part is motivating, but it does, like you said, it's a very short window. So if you maybe if you've been injured, you're mm -hmm. gonna get a little bit of those newbie gains back. Yeah. Um where you can build muscle and lose fat. But it's essentially just a different stimulus for the body. Yeah. And that's, that's all it is. So we covered lose fat. We covered build muscle. We covered the combination of both. And I guess the pros and cons to each category. Um, and you touched on this earlier. And my question is, is it even the right question to be asking? Should a person ask, should I build muscle or should I lose fat? And my answer usually is, Yes to all of it, but you're asking the wrong question. The right question is, how can I add sustainable, healthy habits that lead to building muscle and losing fat for the rest of my life? So when you're wanting to lose fat, the best thing for you is let's make sure your protein is in that like 0 0.08 to like 1.2 grams per pound of body weight range. Whether you want to build muscle or lose fat, it still should be in that range. And by having it in that range, you may be more satiated. When you're more satiated, you may eat less. You get to lose fat on that. Mm -hmm. And if I'm eating enough non-starchy vegetables, that's also very filling because I look at a plate. I can have a huge plate of non-starchy vegetables with some protein, some carbs, and a fat. But non-starchy vegetables take up the majority of that plate. I'm losing fat when I'm doing this. When I'm prioritizing my sleep, I'm recovering better to be able to build muscle better and make better decisions. So whether it's lose fat or build muscle, maybe the wrong question to be asking is how sustainable are those foundational healthy habits? that I have and how can I build upon those? Yeah, that's such a good point because it's those healthy habits that help you reach the goals of building muscle or losing mm -hmm. fat. If you aren't able to build those healthy habits in the first place, it doesn't matter if you want to lose fat or build muscle because you have to build those little habits in order to get there. And I think those are such important things you said, like focusing on your protein, eating vegetables. If you don't have those nailed down, then it doesn't matter which category you want to do. Yeah. Or relationship with food. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a great relationship with food, the first question you should be asking isn't lose fat or build muscle. It should be, how can I mentally have a better relationship with food? How can I have a better relationship with my body? That needs to be healed before we start going on this journey of lose fat or build muscle. Mm-hmm. So the 
combination of both is a great journey for those who have already established healthy habits. But for most of us, if we're asking that question, should I lose fat or build muscle? It's almost unanimously, you don't have those healthy habits. So the, the right question to be asking is, let's, or how can I establish healthy habits? And then once those are established, then let's talk about losing fat or building muscle. Mm -hmm. And I can pretty much see the future in that question is you won't even ask that question because you'll already be lean. You'll already have the muscle built. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's all we have for today. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.